This is the Commission Church Online. Welcome to our podcast. We want to be a church who brings heaven on earth through the word of God and the love of Christ. I pray this week's message blesses you. Oh God, you are welcome here. Holy Spirit. do what you do, God. And we say yes. And we say yes. And we say yes. And we say, Pastor Chris, what in the world are you doing? I'm just waiting on God. I'm just waiting on God. That's what we do at Encounter Church. It's just been working for us. Can I tell you one of the things that... uh, collision was almost killed and and uh, uh, I was told I'd never walk again but God's good ain't he good ain't, he, ain't, he, ain't God good he is so he is so faithful and um, so then uh, I'm walking but um, uh, but even in in the walk you know you still have pain you have chronic pain I had a, um, um, give me that real patty sound little fella had a while ago, man, it was like, that dude was so, it's so anointed, your worship team is so anointed, I was like, man, I felt so at home, I was like, oh my gosh, we're gonna have a throw down here, I just felt it, by the way, you, you're really hungry for God, you are, yeah, been wanting more yeah it's okay look this is like so unusual for me too but it's been happening now for about seven and a half months I'll just look at people and God said well you tell them uh, that that the thing they want I'm gonna give them see I don't have to know you I just have to know him because he knows you. That's all I got to do is just know him. And so, so, the more you've been wanting tonight is your night. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that good? Come on, church. Don't you love her? Don't you love her? She's, she wants more of God. Some of you are like, well, I do too. Well, okay. You can have him too. He wants more of you. He doesn't want your almost. He wants your all, not your almost. He doesn't want your sum. He wants the entirety of who you are, your sum, S-U-M, not your S-O-M-E. And, and I was uh, had this chronic pain for about 15 years. And, in, and on June the 4th, can I just be real transparent with you? On June the 4th, it was the day before Pentecost Sunday, which happens on June the 5th this past year, well this year, uh, we're not quite there yet, and um, 
I thought I was pretty Pentecostal, Pastor, and uh, I didn't even realize it was Pentecostal Sunday, Pentecost Sunday, because I was too busy doing church. I was too busy following the rules. I was too busy trying to have multiple services. How are we going to get there? What does that look like? It's too busy chasing after everything that everybody on Facebook says we're supposed to chase after. I was chasing after everything but a move of God. I, I love God. I wanted God to come and be in the building because without Him, nothing changes. And with Him, everything changes. One encounter with God can change everything, but it, it, won't, it, it, it doesn't mean it will change. It, it can change because you have to be you have to be open for the change. You have to say, yeah, I, I want more. And he says, okay, done. And so um, I've had this chronic pain for about 15 years, sciatic nerve damage. I've got five metal plates and 18 screws kind of hold me together on this side. I've got a carriage bolt about this long that holds my hips together uh, in the back. And I hurt every day of my life. So I would get up in the middle of the night and, and uh, uh, go to the restroom and I would hurt. And I would turn over in the middle of the night and uh, it was all I could do to turn over. And I would just like, just be so painful. I'd go to bed at night, it'd be painful. I'd wake up in the morning, it'd be painful. I always had pain. And so I went to this thing called Men's Encounter and um, was just invited I didn't really know the guy, and but I went, and and so I said, huh, um, I'll go, and and went the Friday, and then that Saturday, they had a breakout session. They had this healing room, and they had four rooms, and it was a guy's retreat, so it was guy things that the rooms were about, and, and except for this one was about healing, and I felt like the Holy Spirit said, you need to go to that room, and of course, I leave there auditorium that they had and I kind of walk across the grass to this little wooden chaparral kind of you know a, a corral type room with a lot of wood paneling and I walk in the door and uh, I'm standing there there's a whole bunch of guys there probably a room full like there is here and the guy says, there are some of you here with the gift of healing. You feel like God called you to pray for people and he would heal them. And I felt that way in my spirit. I was like, yeah, I feel that. But, but he said, and there were some of you that need healing. I felt like the Holy Spirit said, that's you. I want you, to, I want you to have him pray for you. And I was like, okay. Okay. So I, I didn't plan on going to this conference. I planned on going to Hawaii. Come on now. You know Hawaii. You know the place where they tell stories with their hips. I won't do that because the only story I tell is really a bad one. But I, but I go there and, and I'm standing there and the guy says, okay, I'm not going to pray for anybody. Okay, I'm going to pray for one person. I thought, I better get up there. And then some guy beat me to it. And I thought, I wonder if it's Christian if I beat him down. Because I really... I really want, I really want mine. And he jumped in line and I want, but I want mine. 
And so there were a lot more people there that wanted to be healed than had the gift of healing. So when he sent everybody that said, oh, yeah, he showed everybody how to pray for somebody. And he sent them all out to do the, the, the praying over people. By the way, the guy he prayed for was instantly healed. And he was all freaked out. And I was freaked out. Because I'm like, wow, that's so awesome. God is in this room and it's just a bunch of wooden slats. It's not that God can't show up. God, God's omnipresent. He's already wherever you're going to be. And so <clears throat> here I was and, and I'm looking and everybody has got somebody. I kind of feel like I'm at one of those middle school dances where now I'm just kind of standing oddly at the punch bowl. Kind of looking around. Am I going to get somebody to pray for me? But I really felt like the guy was supposed to do it. Felt the Holy Spirit say he's supposed to do it, Pastor Ashish. And, and so I says, I said, okay, well, I'll stand here. So I just was standing there and I kind of did what every Christian believer, I think, would do. Is You're kind of looking around a little bit. You know what I'm talking about. You're peeking. And, I got, and I'm just pointing my hands at people and I'm just trying to see. And the guy walks up to me and says, what do you need prayer for? And I'm thinking to myself, I thought you said we weren't going to pray for him. But I didn't tell him that. I didn't, I didn't tell him that because I didn't want to like be like, yeah, what? You lied. <laughs> like, look, I just, I felt like he was supposed to pray and here he was going to pray. And I hurt bad. Every day I hurt. Every day of my life I hurt. Craziest thing craziest thing he said he's a big old cowboy looking dude what you know you prior for I like uh, here's my wallet <laughs> he's a big dude he's a big dude and I was just like yeah hey you know uh, uh, so I have this chronic pain he said where's it at I said yeah like, just pick a spot. It's from here all the way down. It's just a sciatic nerve damage. It hurts so bad. See, when, when I had surgery, they slit me open like this and then laid this leg apart to repair all of this. And my hip flexor muscles didn't work, so I couldn't pick up my leg. Like, let me, just in case you didn't see it, I couldn't pick up my leg. I couldn't do that right there. I couldn't walk up a set of stairs like, like I just did. I know it, it looks it looked hard, but listen, that's such a long way. Now, now here's the crazy thing. He said, "Do you mind if I put my hand on your leg?" I thought to myself, "Man, you can put your hand and rub it around on my face if it'll heal me. I don't care." And he took his big old man, Paul, and, and right here. I'm glad I, I wasn't too embarrassed. He just, he grabbed some oil. Man, he took this oil out and he's. And I thought, as the oil that ran down the beard of Aaron, I thought he figured to dump that whole thing on me. He didn't like his number. And he says, Some. And when he did, he didn't. Can I tell you, it's not the length of the prayer, it's the strength of the prayer. He did not pray for 30 minutes. He did not scream to hear God. Hey, God, are you up there? <coughs> I'm just checking. Can you hear me? I know it's a long way away. He didn't do none of that nonsense. 
He said, Daddy. <laughs> it's been a long time since I heard somebody so saved, they still referring to Jesus as Daddy. You know what I'm saying? He said, Daddy God. He said, you said in your word, by his stripes we are healed. And then I don't know what else he said. But I know the word are means already done. And while I was sitting there, I began to weep and cry and weep and cry. He gets through praying, and this is what I hear. Well, is it the same, better, or worse? Except I couldn't talk. I was crying too hard. Almost to one of those blubbering type moments. <laughs> Ugly crying. It was awful. It was awfully wonderful. And he said, so is it the same, better, or worse? And I wanted to answer him because he's so big. But I couldn't. I just kept crying. And I kept crying. You see, the thing I longed for so badly showed up. And the pain disappeared. And for the first time in 15 years, in 15 years, I've heard for 15 years every day of my life, since April the 30th, 2007. The pain's almost unbearable sometimes. I can't even hardly get out of bed. I would go and preach a message at church. And I would go back. Tracy's my witness. I would go back and I would sit down in the chair at home. And they'd have to bring me lunch. And the rest of the day, I couldn't hardly walk at all. And my dad would be like, how are you going to go to two services? You can't even get through one service. You know, when we were portable, I planted, when we planted the church five years ago, I was there to help them unload. Every Sunday morning. Then we would, then we would preach. And then I'd help them load up. And those mornings were the worst. Because when I got back, I was shot. Even the next day, I'd try to go to work and it'd be so painful. I didn't take pain medication. Every now and then I take two 500 milligram Tylenol, but something happened on Saturday, June the 4th. God said, it's over. <laughs> and I said, yeah, this is amazing. Now here's what's crazy. I'm bawling like a baby. I finally look up and said, it's gone. My son is at the same thing. And I couldn't walk up and down stairs well without the handles. And so here comes my son and the guy said, hey, will your son know? And I just hollered at him across the thing. I said, Chase. And he looked up at me and I just stepped down like this. And my boy starts crying. He's coming across the yard. He, he's already seen what God's done. And he's just crying. And he's weeping. I said, watch, 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 watch. He comes up the steps. He's hugging me. 
dad, I can't even, dad, dad, he did, he was at a loss for words. And I'm sitting here like, man, I don't hurt, Chase. I don't hurt, I don't, I don't hurt anymore. So I get to church on Sunday morning, right? And I've already got my, it's the series I'm preaching. I sent it out like everybody told me, put it on the mailer. Send it to everybody. Tell them, rest in a restless world. It's catchy. People will come. <coughs> People were coming. Except on the fifth message, longest series I'd ever done was five messages. It was about remember the Sabbath to keep it holy, about the importance of taking a day to rest. And as I got up to deliver the message, the Holy Spirit said to me, you're not going to speak that today. That's for you. Because about, for, literally, because about what I'm fixing to do, you're going to need it. And I was like, well, what do you think we should do today? Because they're through singing now. And they're just singing whatever. And I'm up there trying to sing along, doing what all pastors do, try to become American Idol stars and sing your best and and I said, Lord, what, what should we do? I don't have a backup plan. He said, I just want you to tell them how I healed you yesterday. So I told him the story. Just told him just like I told you. People started crying in the building. They were weeping. I was weeping. I was crying. I was just the craziest thing. I just could not believe it. I'm, I'm, I'm just like... And now the Holy Spirit said, okay, now that you've told them, invite everyone who wants to be healed to come and I'm going to heal them. That freaked me out, I'm not going to lie to you. Because the first thing I thought was, I can't heal people. <laughs> and God said, I didn't ask you to. I just asked you to ask them to come. Let me heal them. You just pray. You don't have to prove me. I'll prove myself. I'm like, okay, fair enough. So I was thinking of all the ways to get God off the hook. Pastor, I was like, I think the Lord has shared with me that if you come and you really, and the Lord said, you say it just the way I said it. End of story. Just the way I said it. Thank you. You say it just the way I said it. If you come, I will heal you. I was like, okay, well, um, here we go. So I said, if you're in the building, and you have need of healing, if you'll come, what God did for me, He'll do for you. And you know what happened? Listen, there was no heads bowed, no eyes closed. I didn't say no one looking around. Come on, I tell people all the time, we made that, that crazy nonsense up. Can I tell you there'll be people in the club tonight waiting for the ball to drop, and I promise you they ain't, they ain't having their best life ever with their eyes closed and their heads bowed. They doing the nay-nay, they, they, whatever, it is, whatever it is. I don't, I don't do the nay-nay. I don't even, I, that's probably a no-no for me, okay? The nay-nay's a no-no. But listen, they're in the middle of their sin life and they're living it up and their eyes are wide open. And my thought is, if you're gonna come to know Jesus, why can't you come to know Jesus with your eyes wide open? Why wouldn't you want to walk into brand new life and see what you're walking into and see what you're walking out of? That, that's my thought. Like, Listen, listen, if you want healing, come. And I'm telling you, the place packed out at the front 
And literally, all of this is streaming. It's all streaming. A hundred percent of the people that came got healed. The whole next week, I wept and cried and wept and cried and wept and cried. And I just kept saying, God, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. And the Holy Spirit said, I want you to share that on Sunday, but, but, but just the last word. I said, again? Said, yeah. Well, but, but say it right. And I was like, again. Again. It's going to come up in a second. I just feel like it is. Or it might be invisible ink. Again. There it is. Fantastic. Over and over, I just kept reading the word, and the Holy Spirit would tell me, say, no, you just, just say it right. And I was like, again, because I'm Texan. I, all I knew how to speak was, I guess, country. It's not A-G-I-N. It's again. I was like, again? Mark chapter 5, 25, 34. Here's what the Holy Spirit told me. He said, I want you to look up woman healed by the hem of his garment. And I thought, oh, you mean the woman with the issue of blood? And the Holy Spirit said, I want you to look up woman healed by the hem of his garment. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. It, it goes on to say, I'm sure it'll come up in a second. And it suffered many things from many physicians. She'd spent all she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. Now, as you go on, eventually in this passage, you have the woman that has the issue of blood. Anybody know the story? And what does she do? She pushes her way through the crowd, finds Jesus, and touches the hem of his garment. But the craziest thing was, when I looked it up and was expecting to find just that, I also found another instance in Mark chapter 6. And I said, huh. And in verse 53, it says this. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret and anchored there. And when they came out of the boat, immediately the people recognized him. They're speaking of Jesus. And they ran through that whole surrounding region and began to carry about, I love this so much, on beds those who were sick to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he entered into villages, cities, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplace and begged him, man, this is so powerful, that they might just touch the hem of his garment. This is not the one with the issue of blood. This happens a chapter later. I said, like, wait a minute. This happened twice? Mm -mm. No, not for one person. The Bible says, and as many as touched him were made well. 100 and the Holy Spirit said to me if you will do everything I tell you to do and you don't do anything else I'm going to continue to move and I will dwell at Encounter Church and wherever you go 
Now listen, listen real close. And wherever you go, and that pastor will allow you to share and give time for me to move in the house. I will rest my kabod, my glory in that building. I think you might have missed it. So your pastor invited me to come. And I said to him, okay now, I can't come if we're going to abort the word. And he kind of looked at me funny because I looked at, I felt that very same way when the Holy Spirit told me don't do that anymore. I said, if we deliver the word of God, there has to be a chance for the word of God to do what it's set out to do. It's called an altar call. And God will heal and he will deliver. And as a matter of fact, there's someone here tonight and your marriage is struggling. I was sitting over here earlier and I just felt impressed. If you will come, God will restore your marriage. You're like, well, Pastor Chris, that's really, um, it's embarrassing and people don't know and I'm hiding behind these faux smiles. And let me tell you something, there is no shame in the house of God. And I always ask God, don't show me. He showed me you um, for a totally different reason, which I was so grateful. But it reminds me of the guy at the pool for 38 years. It was mentioned earlier. Jesus looked at him, walked up, said, do you want to be well? That What a... Why wouldn't he want to be well? Because it's embarrassing. Sometimes it, it just might mean if, if God heals us, we can't be on Social Security anymore. Man, that wasn't even, I didn't want to even intend it, but how about that? Mic drop. I always tell people, a person that drops a mic never bought one. They're pricey. But your marriage is really struggling hardcore. And you've tried a lot of different things and God said, uh, hey, how about just let me be in the center of it? So you can come or you, you're like, are you asking me? Yeah, I'm just telling you whenever you want to, you can come and we'll pray over you and God will restore that. And for the rest of you here and you begin, you start to feel this spectator moment, you need to be a participator. You need to start praying. You need to pray that God uh, would remove any embarrassment or shame in the house and that the enemy that comes to do moments like this and he, he comes to sabotage people and make them feel less than because everybody's head is not bowed and their eyes are not closed. And But God wants to restore your marriage. And I'm going to wait just a second. Father, right now, you know who they are. You know who they are. You're like, well, you missed it. Listen, I promise you, I did not miss it. I promise you, I did not miss it. I promise you. I know the Holy Spirit's voice.
crowns the glory of the Lord Sweeping in the room Here comes the glory of the Lord Here comes the glory of people are I just feel like I need to wait another moment so I'm just going to wait the Lord sweeping in the room here comes the glory of Jesus here comes the glory of the Lord here comes the glory of here comes the glory of the Lord Sweeping in the room. Okay Pastor Marlon Come here Pastor Marlon and I've got some extra oil over there Now listen, listen I didn't even know this Scott goes to our church. <laughs> it was him. I didn't even have any idea. But we're going to pray. How many here will agree in prayer? Come on, will you really agree in prayer? Will you pray for him like it's your dad or it's, it's your brother? Because in the kingdom of God, he is your brother. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, everything.
Yeah, if we can just keep this on for me, please. If, if you can just help me pray. Can you help me pray? This is some of your family right here. This is your family right here. They need prayer for their relationship. Come on, see what God does. See what He does. Come on, pray. church help me pray help me pray help me pray do we have any other men in the building that can help me pray with this gentleman If you're hungry for more, like there, now let me just make sure we're really clear. There's a difference between being hungry and hungering. Hungry is about 11.30 and it's lunchtime and you're starting to feel your stomach churn a little bit. But when you hunger, it's like you've been on a 40-day fast and you can't, you can't get enough. You just want to keep piling it in. You just want to keep piling it in and piling it in because you, you just can't get enough. If you feel that way about God, if you're like, I don't, I don't know, I've got to have more of God. I need more of God. If that's you, you should come right now. You should come right now if that's you. Just line up right here in the front. Come on, don't wait on somebody else. This ain't, this ain't about if they're hunger, if they hunger. This is about if you hunger. Now, when you get up here, don't look around. Just lift your hands and say, God, whatever you have for me, that's what I want. Whatever you have for me, that's what I want. Come on. Come on, you tell God. God, whatever you have for me, that's, that's what I want. Thank you for listening. We love bringing you the word on so many different platforms. We are so thankful for what God is doing in and through us. We'd love for you to subscribe so you don't miss out. And don't forget to share this message if it has blessed you.